Hey, everybody, and thank you so much for tuning in to My Sentiments Exactly podcast. My name is Kay, and I'm your host. Today's special guest is Krista Garrett. Krista has been married to her husband, Nicholas, for 13 years, and she is also the mother of three children, two of whom are twin girls. She's the owner of the Garrett Music Academy, where she has taught private lessons for over 12 years. She is also the owner of I Am Flossom and Freedom Through Music, which specializes in promoting mental health through music. She graduated from Suitland School of Performing Arts for piano and vocal performance, received her bachelor's degree from the University of Maryland, received her master's degree with honors at John Hopkins University for Developmental Psychology, and she is a former adjunct professor at Montgomery College and the College of Southern Maryland. She specializes in early childhood music and developmental and cognitive disability programs. She is also the author of Authenticity, Be You, Do You, Share You, Be Flossom. Hope you enjoy today's episode. MSE Podcast is dedicated to talking about the hard stuff and facilitating the conversations necessary for growth, healing, transformation, and genuine community. Now it's your turn. My hope is that you finish this episode feeling empowered to continue the conversation with those around you. One way you can do that is by purchasing the MSE Podcast Conversation Starters Deck available at bygracenp.com. May these cards inspire you to speak out and be heard, and may you be authentically embraced for the uniqueness of your journey. You had mentioned earlier that you were angry with God, and um, I wanted us to talk a little bit about that because I know there are a lot of people, myself included, that experience anger towards God. Krista, I am so excited to have you on the show today. We are talking about all of the obstacles that you have overcome as a, a business owner, whether that is dealing with grief, loss, addiction, and just other other obstacles that you have faced along the way. And you are a testament to resiliency, to um, just bouncing back and having strength. So I'm so excited to have you on the show today. Well, thank you for having me. I, I'm really happy to be here and able to share my experiences that will help someone else down the road. Absolutely. So let's just get started with you sharing. Just lead us up to maybe um, when you first started, or I know it's been, what, about 16 years that you've been in business. Um, so wherever, you know, that first event that occurred that really affected okay. you, um, you can just start there or just recount any of the, the obstacles that you would like to highlight. Okay. Um, well, the business started in 2004 and I joined it in 2007, um, working on the business side. Um, and I was married to the current owner at the time. Um, okay. and, uh, he, my husband had started the business. I came in to work on the business side. Um, fast forward to 2011, I'm pregnant with twin girls. Wow. Um, and my husband comes to me, um, towards the end of the pregnancy to let me know that he's been 
the uh, length of our relationship in struggling with an opioid um, addiction and it had gotten out of control and he was functioning, but it was getting to be a problem for him. Um, okay. uh, continuing on, I go into labor early. I give birth to my daughters at 30 weeks. Um, and then the stress um, then led him to a uh, heroin addiction. Mm. At that point, opioids um, were too expensive and heroin's less expensive. And he ended up uh, in a full heroin addiction. Um, and because I was so wrapped up in taking care of my children, I really was blind to what was going on until one day I went in um, at my accountant's urging to look at the books and realized that we were completely bankrupt because he had been using the cash wow. to funnel, funnel to his addiction. Um, so it, it, as though, even though I didn't own the business at the time, it forced my hand. I had to remove him from the business, sent him to get help. Um, and basically took over from there. I, I took over the business, had removed him, um, and then worked to save it. Um, I felt very passionate about music. I've, I am a musician. Um, so yeah. to me, it was important for my community, for the teachers that were working for us that had families, um, and for the children and, and, and adults that we were serving. To me, it was important to save it um, for the collective good and for my daughter's sake. Um, so worked really hard for about two years to get it cleaned up. Uh, my husband uh, was in recovery, so he he was focusing on getting well, and I focused on the business. Um, 2016 hits. Um, I have a teacher who is my dearest friend comes to me and says, hey, I want to do this with you. I see you shouldering a lot by yourself, um, and I have a lot of gifts to share. I'd like to do this with you. And so we did a handshake on it, um, started to prepare the paperwork. And in February of 2016, she passed away suddenly from a heart attack. Oh, wow. She was 37. Um, she had always had some health issues, but this came out of nowhere. And I had not only lost someone that was bringing hope to me in the business, but I lost someone that was very important in my life. So I, I fell apart a little bit, um, yeah. and really had to struggle to get up and, and keep moving. Um, but my teachers rallied around me, gave me support and my husband gave me support and, and my family and my friends. And I kept pushing forward four months later, um, a fire starts in our building and it completely uh completely destroys one of our one of our education buildings and so 50 percent of my classrooms my all of my recording equipment um all of my um pa equipment and instruments are destroyed in that fire um the main building that i used for the business is now flooded with water from the fire uh, for the first responders that are trying desperately to save that building um, and ends up filling up with water and we have black mold um, and the fire marshal shuts us down. We're not permitted to use the building for three months. Um, it's at that point where I seriously considered giving up. I was on my knees. I was, I was in bed. I was in the fetal position. I was praying. I was crying. I was 
angry at God. I was, how, how can you do this to me? Why are you doing this to my teachers yeah. who rely on me? Why are you doing this to my family? Why, why are you doing all of this? And just yeah. angry. I have to say out of that anger, God spoke. He, um, he had a church call me and they offered us their parish hall and their sanctuary for the next three months for us to operate music lessons in our, in wow. our instrument rental season while we were out of our building. That's and I, it was amazing. Yes. The community came together for us and they rallied around us and they made me realize how valuable what we were doing um, meant to them and their families and how, how much my, my business family and my personal family meant to them. And that gave me the strength and the determination to make this happen. Um, so we've, we came back into the building. Um, we have been working very hard to regain the momentum that we, we had prior to all of this. Okay. Um, COVID hits and we're shut down again. Um, but we had already started working on online programs and virtual lessons. Uh -huh. And within literally within five days, we were up and running again online a hundred percent Wow! and was able to continue lessons and provide stability for our students, for our teachers, um, and for the parents in a really difficult time. Um, and now that we've been permitted to reopen, we are right now doing about 85% online and 15 to 20, yeah, about 15% um, in person. Um, and, uh, you know, we're probably going to stay online. I, it, it's shown us that, that there's, a, there's a big demand for online and we've been able to expand our market. So I, I think what my message would be out of all of this is that you're going, if you are an entrepreneur, um, you are going to get curveballs. It, it's, it's going to happen. It's just going to happen. You, you don't see them coming. They're going to come. It's all in your appetite to digest what comes at you uh -huh. and then be willing to focus on solutions. Yeah. Um, yeah. How, how badly do you want it? How badly do you want your business? And are you willing to sit down and do what it takes to put yourself in a positive mindset and be willing to dig your heels in and come up with solutions and be creative? Or if you don't have a stomach for it, don't, you know, don't go forward. Um, it's not for the faint of heart. It's, but it's for, but it's a wonderful thing. It's a beautiful thing. If you're willing to put yourself into it, nothing beats having your own business and creating your own destiny. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. That's just an incredible journey that you have been on. And I really am amazed by your strength. And like I said before we started recording your resiliency. I mean, it it really is inspiring just to see all of the things that you have had to encounter. And, you know, as an entrepreneur, it's difficult as it is. <laughs> More yes. or less, you know, the obstacles that come with it. So thank you so much for sharing that. I did want to ask what 
what have been the biggest lessons that you have learned overall, whether that is just about life, about entrepreneurship, or even about yourself? Um, the biggest lesson I have learned, and this is one that I hope everyone listens and takes to heart. And this was a very hard lesson for me to learn. Mm -hmm. You have to be humble enough. You have to put your ego aside and be willing to ask for help. Yeah. You cannot be everything. You cannot know everything. You cannot yeah. do everything. And you need to have a tribe around you of people that have those expertise and those knowledge in areas that you are weak and you have to be willing to give that over to them. Yeah. That is the key to being successful in life and in business, because if you think you can do it all, you're going to be a hot mess and you're yeah. going to be surrounded with chaos and it's going yeah. to be it's just not going to, to move forward the way that you want it to. But if you're willing to let it go and be willing to say, Hey, this is not my strength. This is not my area. I'm going to bring someone in who knows more about this than I do. And I'm going to let them shine. Yeah. It, you would be amazed at how, how seamless things become and how you can then focus your energy, your passion, your attention on what you do best. Yeah. And that would be my advice. And that was a hard lesson. That was a big pill for me to swallow because Absolutely. I always thought I had to be everything for everyone at all times. And when I finally had a, a, a coach come in and she was very blunt and said, you, you are not equipped. You are not equipped and you don't do it all and you can't do it all. And you're not being realistic. When she smacked me in the face with her words, <laughs> yeah. so to speak, I yeah. mean, rude awakening, <laughs> and she did it with love. Yeah. Um, but when, but when she really gave me that wake up call, and then to turn around and have my husband, who is in recovery, who is finally at peace with himself, and have him shaking, you know, nodding his head, going, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, you're you're, you're your own worst enemy." to realize that if you let your guard down, you let people in, you show your vulnerability, you be willing to put yourself out there, there is nothing you cannot succeed at, at all. There, you are your only limitation. Yeah. You allow that to be. If, you, if, you are, if you're willing to get out of your own way, there is nothing you cannot do. Absolutely, absolutely, that is so true. And you did, you know, experience going through with your husband's addiction and you know thankfully he got into recovery so for those who may have spouses who are addicts what would you um, advise them i would advise them to not go down the rabbit hole with them it's very easy to do you can get very wrapped up in their addiction blaming their addiction um and basically go down the road with them what I would say from my own journey is that not everything is blamed on the addiction. There are problems on both sides and you have mm. to be willing to look at yourself and address the things that are hurting within yourself in order to heal from it. Um, yeah. Be willing to, to, to set firm boundaries and stick to them. It's not easy to do. Um, I had to finally put down a boundary with my husband where I said, you cannot live here anymore. 
you cannot see your children mm -hmm. anymore and I'm getting a divorce and I had to change the locks and I had to literally have a standoff with him for several hours at one evening when he couldn't understand why I had put my foot down, so to speak, and, and built yeah. that, that boundary. But it's what I had to do for me and my children. At that point, I had to not worry about him anymore. Yeah. I had to put myself first and that's not selfish. That's what saved myself, my children and my husband. Yeah. Um, so you have to be willing, put in full firm boundaries. They're going to be tough. They're going to be ugly. It's not going to be pretty, but you have to stand by those. And then you have to be willing to work on yourself and get yourself help because you're just as damaged. I have found that working on yourself and putting your, your, your personal needs, your self care, your, um, mental needs above is what it will be the most helpful. So just be willing to figure out what are those boundaries? What is the self-care you need for yourself? Set up that routine and do it. How would you say yes. um, being a mom, I gave birth to my daughter at 29 weeks. So you know what this yep. feels like. Yep. Yeah. Um, how would you say your experience as a mom was impacted or maybe that you know, that impacted you as an entrepreneur? I think having preemies and having twins um, kind, I think that made me stronger and more determined. Mm -hmm. And the reason being is that um, while at first I had real depression leaving the hospital um, and having to leave my babies under the NICU for, yeah. for eight weeks, that was really hard to come home without, without children. Um, but what I didn't realize at the time is what a blessing it was because my, my girls were getting the best care with the best people that knew how to care for their needs at the time. Exactly. They also taught me how to be an effective mother yeah. to what they needed. They also got my babies on a schedule and they had a very firm schedule. So when I brought yeah. them home, I was on a regimented, regimented um, schedule that, everything went into a flow yep. that I had them on a sleep. They were on a firm sleep schedule, a firm feeding schedule. Mm -hmm. And I could work, I could work my work around that. And it made transition so much easier. So yeah. it's made me a better mom. It's made me a more organized mom. Um, but again, it was that whole thing of letting my guard down and asking for help, yeah. asking for information and admitting when I didn't know what the heck I was doing. And I would, I would, I would just say, Hey, I'm flying by in here by the seat of my pants. My pants are on fire. <laughs> Somebody help me because this is like turning into hot mess central. And I am the, I am the mayor of crazy town. So I need help. Um, and it, and that, and it did, I, I was able to reach out to the NICU nurses after the girls came home, I would call them and they would give me advice on what to do. And because they had done such a beautiful job in, in training me prior and my husband prior to the girls coming home, we, we were, we were fine. And it just, it also showed me determination. If my babies can live through blood transfusions and pick lines uh -huh. and feeding tubes yeah. and all these painful things um, that they had to go through as little teeny beings. If my yeah. girls can do that, then darn it, I can do anything. Yeah. After watching them, I can do anything. And yeah. I want to show them that because they changed my perspective, this is yeah. where we are now. And I, now it's my turn to show them how, how it's done. Yeah, my business really took off after becoming a mom. 
And yeah. you know, it, after going, doesn't it make you appreciate it more, doesn't it, with what yeah. you're doing? And you're also you're setting up that example for your child. Yes, and, and she, yes, you know, they're watching you. Absolutely. Absolutely. But it's amazing because, you know, before starting a family, you know, there's all the talk of, you know, waiting X amount of years before you start a family, you know, because once you start a family, your life is technically over and your independence is through and, you know, your life just changes and your life does change. But I found that I, I got the most motivation and inspiration after becoming a mom. And again, yes. like you said, after seeing your child go through those things at such a young age, I mean, they're brought into this world and they're literally fighting for their lives. Um, after seeing that, it just, I don't know, you just have this strength that you didn't have before. So I can i can definitely resonate with what you said um, about that. And I'm just so glad to hear, you know, everything is going well with you and your family when difficult things happen. And yes. it's not really encouraged to embrace your emotions, especially as it pertains to God. And so yeah. I just wanted to see what would you tell someone who is angry with God, but maybe they're not expressing it because they feel like it's a lack of faith or a sign that, that they don't love him. Right. Um, you know, I've learned, a, my husband actually went back and got his degree in theology. Wow. So along that journey, I had to reevaluate my faith as well and my relationship with God. And this is, this is my yeah. takeaway on it. Mm -hmm. God is a loving, wondrous being who yeah. loves us beyond what we can ever fathom. Mm -hmm. And it's beyond anything that we have ever experienced because it is so unconditional. Yeah. Ha having said that, God wants us to talk to him. God wants us. He knows what's in our heart. He knows yeah. when we're angry. He knows when we're upset. He knows when we're disappointed. He knows when we're frustrated. He wants us to tell him. Yeah. Um, he wants us to be open and honest with him, whether it is shaking your fist at the sky saying, I am mad. I am hurt. Yeah. I am angry. Why is this happening? Yeah. It's not, it, it's, it's, it's not that you're, you're, it's not that you're saying to God, I don't believe in you or I don't have that, enough faith. Yeah. God wants you to challenge him. He wants to talk to you. He wants you to embrace him in a conversation where he can reveal the wonders of what he can do. Yeah. Um, so unless you're willing to step out there, you may not hear or see what he's trying to tell you. Uh -huh. And and bad things happen. They're not that God makes the bad things happen. Unfortunately, because of, of us being flawed individuals and having free will, bad things come from being in life. Um, Absolutely. It's what we do with those bad things. Yeah. That is what will give us the message that we're supposed to walk away from and how it's supposed to, how it's supposed to drive us in the direction that God wants us in. Um, I, I've learned that we were made in his image, which makes us infinite beings in a sense. We are a flesh and blood representation of him. And, and we are infinite in the sense that he's given us so much 
to, to do and give that we limit ourselves in, in, in in negative self-talk that prevents us from reaching our full potential the way God intended us to be. Yeah. Um, with the meg with the negative self-talk negative mindset um and and just not being willing to challenge situations sometimes but being complacent um and that's not what god wants um and and again these are all my points of views there are a lot of people out there that may not agree with what i'm saying but Mm -hmm. my personal view is that god god wants to hear from us god wants to talk to us god wants to want us to hear what he has to say we have to be willing to open our ears and challenge him and talk to him and speak out loud how we feel. And and because he already knows what your emotion is. He already knows. He already knows what's in your heart. He already knows what's going on in your head. He needs you to say it to him, Mm -hmm. whether it's in prayer, whether it's in song, whether it's in a letter, he wants to hear from you and he is waiting. He is just waiting to hear from you. We, we, we are all his children and he loves us. And he all, he all he wants is a close relationship. Mm-hmm. That's all he wants. And, and he's giving everything to us. We just have to be willing to receive it. Absolutely. And be willing to, um, be willing to go, go with it. He, he's going to give us things, but he's not going to do all the work. We got to be willing to mm-hmm. meet him halfway Yeah. and take what we're given and, and, and then do the work with it. And I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah, absolutely. That was all so good. And I appreciate you sharing that. I definitely think it's important, especially during this time with everything going on, there's a lot that you could be angry about (laughs) and rightfully so. Um, So I, I think it's important for us to talk about how to manage those emotions, especially in regards to faith in a healthy way. So I appreciate you sharing that. And if you don't mind, you know, I just want us to close with you sharing where you are now, what you, you know, are, are doing with your music school and opportunities that you have available. Absolutely. So we are offering virtual music lessons, private music lessons for any instrument, including voice. Um, so this is worldwide. We take students from everywhere. Okay. Um, and, and again, we've got teachers for every single instrument. Um, so if you go to our website, garrettmusicacademy.com, you can schedule lessons. Um, I also have started, uh, we also have a music therapist on, on, um, staff now. Um, so we are offering music therapy mm-hmm. for anyone that is, is dealing with trauma, um, yeah. or substance abuse, um, uh, any type of developmental and cognitive disability. We are offering those services as well. Uh, so if they, if anyone wants to discuss that or would like more information about that, they can email me and I can get them scheduled with our therapist. And again, those are also virtual. And my email address is kgarrett.garrettmusicacademy at gmail.com. And then going forward, we're developing mental health programs right now with music uh, that will be coming out in September. Oh, um, and, and these are going to be uh, virtual retreats where we have a six month, I'm uh, not six months, six week uh, time frames where we're going to be doing music theory. We're going to be learning music. We're going to be learning the fundamentals. We're going to be doing journaling. We're going to be doing um, stretching, relaxation, and tapping um, as a stress reliever. Um, and we're going to use our journaling to create songs. 
that clients can then determine whether they want to record those songs or whether they want to burn them to release the emotions that they've been feeling. But these are, these are ways to express emotions that have been locked up within them that they want to release and let go of and learn coping and stress tech techniques going forward to help them um, with, with life's ups and downs that they, that are healthy ways of expressing their emotions that will help them going forward. Um, and we're going to start that. I believe it's September 5th is going to be our first okay. retreat and it's going to be for six weeks. Um, and, uh, that, that will be rolling out. Um, I think in August we'll be putting up a page. Um, and if anyone's interested in that, um, I do have a separate website for that. It is, it's called I am flossom dot M E. Um, and that's, uh, another brand that I, they have started that is for coaching and, and music, uh, uh, journaling through music that I've been doing mental health services that I'm offering to clients um, in group settings. And also we'll have a book coming out in October um, about, uh, it's also titled I Am Flossom and it's talking about embracing your wonderful flaws that you have, mm -hmm. how music can help you with those, with that mental health aspect of it. And then just some humorous things that I've learned as being a mom um, and an entrepreneur um, that, you know, just sharing some anecdotal information about, you know, how it is to be a entrepreneur and a mom and a wife while yeah. trying to run a business. And, um, but how, how my mental health journey has been and how I can help others on that journey with, with music. So that'll be out in October. So got a, yeah. got a lot of plates spinning right now. But, you know, if there's anybody here that there's something that I have said in the course of this interview that has struck you or you want more information or you just want to talk, I'm here. I don't, you know, for consultations, I don't charge. And if there's some way I can help, please let me know. So email me, reach out to me and I'm here to walk this journey with you. So just let me know what I can do to help you or if there's any advice I can give. Thank you so much. And I will have all of Krista's information in the episode description for those that would like to take advantage of that. Thank you so much again, Krista, for coming on and sharing your experience. I'm sure that it will touch those that are listening as it has touched me. Thank you again for being a part of the show. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And thank you to everyone for tuning in. Make sure that you connect with Krista on social media. Did you enjoy this episode? If you haven't already, subscribe on your favorite listening platform and our new YouTube channel with video interviews premiering in season three. I'd also love for you to continue the conversation with those around you. One way you can do that is by purchasing MSE Podcasts Conversation Starters Deck, available for purchase at bygracenp.com. Be sure to leave a review on one of MSE's listening platforms, share with a friend, and join the My Sentiments Exactly podcast community on social media at MSE Podcast. The podcast is available for listening on all major streaming platforms, bygracenp.com, and YouTube now. Hope to hear from you soon.